Okay, today's daf is Psach and daf Kuf Aleph. We are on Kuf Aleph Amad Aleph, a few lines a few lines in. So let's just repeat something we started with yesterday. So let's really go to Kuf Amad Bays, three lines from the bottom. We'll start with some of the Gemara outside, and then we'll get back to where we're up to. So the Gemara introduced, without really giving a formal introduction, the Gemara said that they used to make Kiddush and Shul Friday nights. So let's just take a step back. The Pasuk in Chumash tells us, Zohar Sema Shabbos Lekadshay, that there's a mitzvah to remember Shabbos. We're going to see in five daf, daf kuv vav, that the mitzvah of Zohar Sema Shabbos is really just to, you know, even to say good Shabbos, to remember Shabbos by davening. But there's a takana de Rabbanon to be zechrei al hayayin, that a person should make Kiddush Friday night. That's how to properly be yaitzi your Zohar Sema Shabbos Lekadshay. And the way to do it is right in the beginning of Shabbos, you make Kiddush. So there was this ancient practice, as the Gemara refers to, those people, those guys that make Kiddush and Shul. So the Gemara tries to figure out what exactly were they doing when we made Kiddush in Shul. So Rav said, well, after they made Kiddush, what happened was, that although he holds Kiddush Yatsu, the Yatsu Kiddush, they could go home and they could start their Suda right away. They could wash for everyone, every member of the family was in shul Friday night after davening, and they all heard Kiddush from the rabbi, from the president, from the shamash, whatever type of situation you have, they heard Kiddush. They could go home and start, and they could wash. They could eat their meal. But he said, Yayin la yatsu. They were not yaitza yayin, which means, let's say they, let's say they did, let's say they would go home and want to drink more grape juice, more wine, they would have to make a new bracha. And we're going to get into that concept of when do you need to make a new bracha? When were you yaitza with your original bracha? And as I texted out, there's going to be this question of you, you, you made a coffee at home, you drank the coffee, and then you go to shul. So at some point, there's going to be a question, when do you have to repeat or make a new bracha of shakla? So Rav held, Rav held you're not yaitza, you're bari priyagafen. When you go home, you have to make a new bracha. But as far as Kiddush, you were Yaitza Kiddush. And Shmuel said, now we're going to turn to Kofalath Medalath, Shmuel said, even Kiddush, you are not Yaitza. We know, because we learned the end of the Gemara, the reason why Shmuel holds you're not Yaitza Kiddush is because Shmuel says you have to have Kiddush B'makam Suda, which as we know, we do when you make Kiddush, you have your challah Friday night, maybe Shabbos morning you'll have some cake, but you need to have Kiddush B'makam Suda. So your Friday night Kiddush, after davening, when the rabbi makes Kiddush, no one's eating then. So Shmuel says, you're not Yaitza Kiddush. And of course, you're not going to be Yaitza. You're not going to use the Bayer Priyagaf and it's not going to help you. So the Gemara asked a question according to Rav and a question according to Shmuel. According to Rav, that you were Yaitza Kiddush, that Friday night when you daven Marav and Shul and the rabbi made Kiddush, you're good. You can go home, you can eat, you don't have to make Kiddush again. So why do people end up making Kiddush again? Look at your Zmiris. It says, recite Kiddush. So Rav says, very simple, you want to have in mind the rest of your family. They weren't in shul, so you have to have you have to make Kiddush for them. And Shmuel says, you are not Yaitza Kiddush in shul, so of course you have to make Kiddush at home. But the question was, according to Shmuel, so why in the world are we making Kiddush in shul? So Shmuel says, because there were Archim, there were guests that would end up eating in shul, and that is why we would make Kiddush in shul 
to be might see those people. Based on this, one could think about reasons why it should no longer be applicable. As we mentioned yesterday, that the Shulchan Aruch says one should not start this practice, but if your shul has this practice of doing it, so it's a minog, it's a minog of Klai and therefore you could keep the minog and you still make Kiddush in shul after davening Friday night. Okay, so let's continue where we left off. So the Gemara says like this, Savar Mina, so we are seven lines in, Kuf Aleph Amid Aleph. So Shmuel said that you're not Yaitz Kiddush in Shul because you didn't eat your meal. You're not eating your meal there. And Kiddush has to be B'makayim Suda, in the place where you're eating. So seven lines in, Kuf Aleph Amid Aleph. Savar Mina, we, learned, we thought to say, what does Shmuel mean? Hani Mili, the reason why Kiddush in Shul didn't work Friday night is because you're going me bias le bias. You don't live in shul. You're going home from shul. So that's going from house A to house B. That's not called makayim suda. If I'm eating in my home and I made kiddush in shul, I did not make kiddush with makayim suda. Okay, but let's say we'll give you a different example. Let's say it's me makam le makam. It's from one room to another room, but it's bechad besa. It's under one roof. So the Gemara says lie because maybe that is uh, that would not be and so that is considered makam suda because you're under one roof, you're in one house. So an example would be let's say you have a a kiddush hall and you have the rabbi makes kiddush and shul after davening on Shabbos morning, but everyone's going to eat in the hall. It sounds like as long as you're bechad beisa. Lo, you would not need to make new Kiddush because you were Yaitza Kiddush and you're under one roof. You're in one home, one building. So that was the following question. That was the thought. However, Amalhu Ravanan Batachlifa, Ravanan Batachlifa told the Tamid, and it's not true because Zimnin often, Sagin Hava Ki'imna Kamidishmul, many times I would spend Shabbos by the Rebbe. Shmuel, Vinachis Ara, when the Suda, when it would be time to eat, he would come down from the roof down to the dining room, Vahadar Mekadesh, and he would then make Kiddish, or he would repeat Kiddish. So you see from here that he held that what I would do up there on the rooftop would not be considered Kiddish Makam Suda, and he would have to make Kiddish again in the dining room. Now, there are two ways to learn this Gemara. The simple way is that he actually repeated Kiddush. He would make Kiddush one time upstairs, and he would make Kiddush again, the Makam Suda, downstairs. Others say no, that he wasn't saying Kiddush twice. He was just coming downstairs to the dining room before he would make Kiddush. Now, this does play, this has a tremendous effect on what we mentioned the last five minutes of yesterday's share. There is this tremendous Chiddush, uh, uh, novel halachic ruling of Rav Moshe Feinstein, that when you make Kiddush, there's two things going on. Number one is that you have to have Kiddush from Makam Suda, that when I make Kiddush, I have to, it has to be you know, attached to a meal. But there's another halacha, that I have to make Kiddush, and if I, don't, if, I, if I want to eat, the first eating has to be, the first drinking has to be Kiddush. And Rav Moshe said, let's say you're in a situation where you cannot have a Suda. The example we gave yesterday was you're at a Pesach Dika Kiddush, non gebrux there's no Mezayinus. So according to uh, many of the Paiskim, the only option you might have is drink three ounces of wine or wash or just skip the Kiddush because there's no Mezayinus. Rav Maisha said, no, if you make Kiddush, it allows you to eat, but you're not yet Yaitza Kiddush from Makam Suda. So when you go home after Shul, 
on uh, you know Shabbos Chalamay Pesach, make kiddush again at home. He brings a raya from this Gemara. The the way the Gemara reads is that Shmuel would go from upstairs to downstairs and vahadar mekadesh. He made kiddush a second time. It must be because he made kiddush upstairs, maybe stam to make kiddush right away when Shabbos came in, or he wanted to drink some water. But he wasn't yoytze kiddush makam suda, so he had to repeat kiddush. So it's that he made kiddush twice. And the raya is that it's not that this happened one time. It says zimnin all the time. Many times Shmuel would do this. So you have to figure out why he would do this, but it seems like that there's two dinim in Kiddush. That is Rav Moshe's raya, one of his many rayas. It's one of the longest chuvas in the Igris Moshe. We said yesterday, at the end of the shir, the reason why the Gemara seems to not go like this, as we were debating, what do you do with Kiddush and Shul, and who's drinking it? You have to give it to a katan. If you look in Shulchan Aruch, there's even a discussion regarding a mile. A mile, uh, let's say do a brismila on Shabbos morning, so there's, there's a cup of wine there. So the place can discuss, what do you do with that wine? Are you allowed to drink it? So the minig is to give it to a child. So if Rav Moshe is correct, why are we busy? Who to give it to? Once you make Kiddush, you're allowed to drink. Ah, you know, you have to Kiddush from Makam Suda. So fine, later on, he'll make Kiddush again. But this would be a riot the other way, that you see that he always did this. He made Kiddush twice, once upstairs, once downstairs. So this is one of the riots, one of the proofs that Rav Moshe brings for his opinion. Okay, let's keep going. So... We mentioned this new halacha. Of, according, yeah, go. According to the according to the other shittas, even even Shmuel's maskim, you can do it for archim. So how how did they learn that you can't drink kiddush alone? I could do archim, but there the kiddush is being b'makim suda. Who's eating the suda? The archim are eating it. So there's a question: Can I drink it if I'm not eating there? But the kiddush is b'makim suda. I'll give you an example. This is how we paskin. Let's say let's say the women. Well, we're going to get to this later on in the daf that there's, a, there's an issue of shinoi makim, of switching from place to place. So let's say this happens on sukkahs, okay? You have a, a kiddush and shul on sukkahs. The men are eating in the sukkah. The women are eating in the hall. Let's say it's two separate areas, no connection to each other. And the women don't want to make kiddush themselves, so a man will go and make kiddush for them. And the question is, what does he do? Is he allowed to drink wine outside the sukkah? He's definitely not eating cake. Uh, outside the sukkah. So what goes on, what, what's happening there? The halacha is, it's a beferish of Mishabru, I think it's a shochan aruch as well, that as long as for them it's kiddush from suda, he's allowed to make kiddush for them. He's even allowed to drink a little bit of wine. You're allowed to do that outside the sukkah, no problem, a little bit of wine. So, but but it's not that he's yoytze kiddush at this point. They're yoytze kiddush. He could be mighty them kiddush from suda. There's even a question, you won't get to the answer on this. Let's say, you're the man of the house. Your wife wants you to make Kiddush Friday night. But, but it's the uh, middle of July. You have no interest in, in starting Shabbos now. You have uh, you know, a dysfunctional family. Whatever the story is, you're not starting Shabbos now. You're doing Shabbos at 9.30. Your wife says, okay, before you go to shul, you're for your late minion, at least make Kiddush for me. I, already want, I want to light candles. I want to have my meal, and I want to go to sleep. Could you make Kiddush for your wife when you're not even accepting Shabbos? It's a fascinating shayla on the Paiskim. Ask a rabbi before you do this at home. But uh, there is this concept of making Kiddush even though you yourself are not being Yaitza Kiddush for Makam Suda. Okay, let's continue. So, 
we mentioned this halacha of, that you need to have Kiddush b'makam sudas. This was, first of all, said in the name of Shmuel, v'afra v'hunasav. Ravuna says the same thing, ein Kiddush ela b'makam sudas. The Kiddush has to be in the place where you're eating your meal. The Ravuna Kaddish. Ravuna once made Kiddush. This is the story, and we see from what Ravuna did that he held you have to have Kiddush in the place of the Suda because there was once a story of Ravuna Kaddish. His acrylate shiraga and his candle fell. His candle extinguished. He didn't have candles Friday night. And he wasn't going to eat in the dark. He brought his, his, uh, his, his dishes, his food, his kogo. He brought it to his son-in-law to have a shrug because he had candles. And what did he do there? He made kiddush again. He tasted it. So what do you see from there? Why is he making kiddush? He already was yoytze kiddush. In his home, so the Gemara says, Amakasavra in Kiddush Elabamakam Suda. Kiddush has to be in the place of the Suda. And his Suda was not going to be eaten in his house because there was no Nair. Even though he already made Kiddush, it wasn't Yaitza because it wasn't Yaitza Kiddush Makam Suda. And therefore he went back, went to his son in law and repeated Kiddush. So you have Shmuel and Ravuna. We're not done yet. Vafuraba, Savar ain't Kiddush Elabamakam Suda. And we know that Rabba also holds ain't Kiddush Elabamakam Suda. Abaya said, Kiavina Beimar, when I was in the house of Rabba, Kiav Makadish, when he would make Kiddush Friday night or Shabbos day, Amar Lon Timumidi. And the Hamidim were leaving. They were going to go back to their hosts. That's what they used to do. They used to eat in there by their uh, by their hosts. And he asked them, "Did you eat anything?" Dilma, and 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 the question was, "Why do we have to eat now?" Well, eat we'll eat by our hosts. So Dilma, he said, Maybe by the time you get to your to your uh, dorms to your apartment, they're going to the candles will be extinguished. And because and they won't make kiddush because they can't see anything, they won't be able to eat, and it's going to come out that 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 uh, you never heard kiddush. I I made kiddush right now, but the we're not yaitza with this kiddush. Why? Once again, they ain't kiddush ella Since they weren't eating there, they themselves were not yaitza because ain't kiddush ella b'makam suda. Okay, the Gemara says, "Aini, is that true?" Va'amar Abaya, Abaya said, "How could Rabba say? How could Rabba have gone with Shmuel's halacha that you need to have kiddush b'makam suda?" Va'amar Abaya, Abaya said, "Kol mili demar have avikirav." All things that Rabba did, he always went with the opinion of Rav. There were three things where he didn't hold like Rav. So which three things did Rabba not go with Rav? They went like Shmuel. So number one, Matirin mi begin The halacha is, there's a machlekes Rav and Shmuel, if you could take strings from Titus and be matirit from Beged le Beged. Let's say you bought, I don't know, a new pair of Titus, a new, uh, new Beged. Can you take Titus from one Beged and put it to the other Beged? This is a machlekes Rav and Shmuel. However, Shmuel holds that it's mutter you could. Toysavis and Shabbos points out that it's only if you're doing it to tie it to another beggar that's chayev. But let's say you want to take off the tzitzis and you're not going to use this, then you shouldn't do it because you're, you're, you're being meridin miktu shasam. So just an interesting application that just came up this week. Someone was moving from apartment A to apartment B and you have a bunch of mezuzahs. And the question is, let's say you had a mezuzah on a bedroom door, and a bedroom door is chayiv according to all the paiskim, right? Do you have a regular door? It's a base dira or a living room. It's chayiv. And now in his new house, his new apartment, he has rooms which machlekes in the paiskim. It doesn't have a real, you know, uh, you know, doorpost. It's a machlekes, or you have small rooms which many paiskim hold are are are, are pater. So can you take a mezuzah from a room that was chayiv and put it now 
and put it on a room that's potter. Another example, let's say you have 25 mezuzahs in your house and you send it all in to the cipher to check, then he sends it back to you. Now you're looking at these mezuzahs, hold on a second. One of them was for my front door of my house, which was Chayiv. I had another one which three rabbis told me yes, two rabbis told me no, I wasn't sure, so I put one anyways. Now you're going to take the one from the house, put it on that closet, you have a problem. So the halacha is you should not be married to Shasan, and a person has to, has to keep in mind when you, when you get mezuzahs checked or when you're moving mezuzahs from house to house, you don't want to be married to Shasan. Okay, so that's one halacha where you went like Shmuel. Another one, Umaliki Nminel, a similar concept where you're taking candles, of Hanukkah candles, from one candle to another candle, and you're using either a match, you're using something else, so it either looks like your mezals on a mitzvah, whatever the reason is, there was, Rav's opinion was you can't, Shmuel says it's mutter. And the third halacha is where there was a machlekes we had often in Mesech the Shabbos regarding a davar she'ina mischaven, where you didn't have kavanah to do anything. You're dragging a bench. You did not have any intent to make grooves. So we know Rab Shimon was mekel. Rab Shimon said it's mutter. There is no problem because it's a davar she'ina mischaven. And Rabbi Yehuda was machmer. So Rav was machmer like Rabbi Yehuda. So Shmuel was mekel. And in this case, Rabbo and like Shmuel, Velach Reb Shimon, Megreiro, the Tanya Reb Shimon, Oimer, Gaira Adamita, Kisa Vesafs, you could drag a bench, a chair, but Shabbos will eventually is chavin last is charitz as long as you didn't have in mind to make a charitz to make a groove because Reb Shimon holds a davar shein and mischavin if you didn't have kavana for it. It's mutter. So what do you see from here? You see there's only three places where Rabbah went with Shmuel. So how can we say, how can we say Rabbah holds like Shmuel? That you need to have Kiddush from Malcolm Suda. He doesn't, he never goes like Shmuel. So the Gemara says, no, whenever Rav was machmir, Rav was the one that was stringent, so he would go with Rav, except for these three times. But Rav was makel? It's not true that he always went with him. An example would be over here. Rav holds you don't need Kiddush Shemakim Suda. That's a Kula of Rav. And Rav didn't always go with the coolest of Rav, and therefore it's not a problem that he held like Shmuel. Okay, so this is part one of the daf, that you need to have Kiddush B'makam Suda, and just one, one halacha to pull out of it was that we mentioned briefly, by, by the sukkah, the, or, or you let's say you have a shul, someone, uh, someone's making Kiddush for women, I used to dive in a shul where, where it was an interesting setup, because it was, it was like a shtibol, but it was a litvish shtibol, so in a regular shtibol, Kiddush is after davening, by the Litvaks, you have to wait for the rabbi to make Kiddush. So they were torn. What do we do? Should we wait for the Rav to make Kiddush? Should we not wait for the Rav to make Kiddush? They came up with the following solution. That Kiddush is really downstairs in the Simcha Hall. But you're not going to wait for the rabbi to come. By the time he comes, the whole thing's a brach levatalav. The challenge called. It loses the whole time of a Kiddush when you have to wait 15 minutes for the Rav to get there. So what they did was, the Rav makes Kiddush from his seat right after davening. And everyone goes downstairs to eat challenge, to eat to have Kiddush. So on one hand, seems like there's a problem because we just said that you can't go down, that you, that you cannot yoyt to Kiddush from bias to bias. It's not called B'makam Suda. However, the Mishnah Brewer says, if you had Das, if you had in mind at the time of Kiddush that I'm going to eat in the other room, as long as it's under the same roof, it's in the same building, the halach is you would be yaitza. So there are always those that would make their own Kiddush. I just remember, there are always those who made their own Kiddush in Shul, but the rabbi made Kiddush in the, in the main sanctuary, and everybody else went down, went downstairs, they ate their cake in the, in the, in the, in the Simcha Hall, but the halach of the Mishnah Brewer says you are yaitza. What once happened, or this happens again with the Sukkot, 
is where it's not in the same building. It's 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 in a different uh, it's a different area. So there, it seems that even if you had in mind to get to 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 go there after Kiddush, you're not yoytze Kiddush makom suda. That's not called one makom. So that that seems to be the halacha. Maybe there are those that argue. We'll talk about in Hilchas Brachas on Amidays, and maybe we'll go back. We'll revisit the Sukkah Shaila. Okay. So that was part A of the Daf. Part B is. Hilchas Brachas 101. So there were two things going on here. Number one was we tried to figure out when, a, when you're making Kiddush in, in Shul Friday night. Again, the Kiddush, Oisan Ha'adam, those people that make Kiddush Friday night in Shul, there was a Machlaikas if there were Yoytze Kiddush. But it seemed like Rav and Shmuel both held they're definitely not Yoytze Bayer Priyagafen. When they come home from, from Shul, they have to repeat this Bracha of Bayer Priyagafen. Comes along Rabbi Yochanan, three lines from the bottom, Kuf Aleph Amad Aleph, Rabbi Yochanan, Ma'afidei Yayin Amiyatsu. You already, they were Yoytze Yayin, which means if you heard Kiddush and Shul, it seems like you had to drink a little bit, but when you came home, you don't have to make a new Bari Piragafen. You are already Yoytze Yayin. You already heard Bari Piragafen. Why is this? V'az Rabbi Yochanan Letamei. Rabbi Yochanan goes according to his opinion. Damar Rabbi Chonin Barabaya. Amar Rabbi Pedas. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Echad shino yayin, whether you switched wine, so first you started with a uh, Cabernet, and then you switched to a Merlot, v'echad shino yimakayim, where you switch places, ein tzarech levarech, you don't need to make a new bracha, you don't have to make a new bracha whether you have a different type of wine, or whether you switched places. Freytigmar meisvei, is that true? I have a kasha, there's a bright that says, shino yimakayim tzarech levarech, and shino yayin ain't sarach levarech. The halach is that if you switch places, you do have to make a new bracha. Now, by the way, that second part of the b'risa, which says shino yayin ain't sarach levarech, that's talking about a bari priyagafen. That if you're drinking a lot of wine, let's say Purim, you had a lot of wine on your table, first you started with your Cabernet, then you switched to your Merlot or your Shiraz. Halach is you do not make a new bari priyagafen. But there's a Gemara in brachas, in the Ketz Mavarchin and, and other other places that you make Hatay Vamitiv. That on a, if, as long as you have a better wine or it's it's not worse, you would make a bracha of Hatay Vamitiv. But the point is you would not make a bracha of a repeat Bariya Priyagafen. Just by the way, Hatay Vamitiv, just quickly, many people like try not to say it, but it's something to say. The way to do it is that if you have two bottles of wine on the table and you're drinking together, not just don't don't drink alone. If you're drinking with other people, so as long as the second bottle of wine is improve, is an improvement, or it's not worse than the first bottle of wine, so then you would first make your bari pregafen on the first first bottle, and the second bottle you make the bracha of hatayva metiv. So by kiddush, interestingly, if you have those bottles on the table by kiddush, the halach is you have to make kiddush on the better bottle. So it's not so practical unless, let's say, in your house. You know, people want the, the sweet wine for Kiddush and the dry wine during the meal. So then there's a reason why you're not making Kiddush on the sweet wine. And if the dry wine is better or different, you would also make a bracha of Atav Meitav. But either way, we'll leave that for brachas, you know, dafyami, the next cycle in Mitzvah Hashem. But for now, let's focus on the first part. We see from here that Shinoi Makoim, you switch places, Tzarech Levarech, you have to make a new bracha. How could Rabbi Yechanan say you don't have to make a new bracha when you get home from Shul? Shinu makam tzarech levarech. The Lord says, you're right. Tiyufta, the Rabbi Yechanan, tiyufta. 
It's a kasher of Yechanan, and the truth is we do not pass like Rabbi Yechanan. It's a teyufta, and halachas, everyone agrees, when you switch, when you came home from shul that Friday night, whether or not you were Yitzah Kiddush in shul, either way, you were definitely not Yitzah, your bayre pre ha and you have to make a new bracha. Okay, once we mention this, we're going to spend some time on this. Yasir Rav Idi Bar Avin Kamid Rav Chista. Yasir Rav Chista Vekamer Mishmid Rav Huna. He said the following in the name of Rav Huna. Hada Amrit, that which you said. That means if I'm drinking a can of soda and then I switch places, I have to make a new bracha. That's only when you switch from house to house. But let's say you're in the same house. But you switch from place to place. You started drinking in your kitchen. You go to your dining room, back to your office. You do not need to make a new bracha. Amrli Rav Idi Bar Avin, Rav Idi Bar Avin said to Rav Chista, "Hachetininulah." We already had a Mishnah in the Masnisa to be Rav Hinak. We learned this in the Brisa and the Beismedish of Rav Hinak. Vavilon some say the Masnisa to be Bar Hinak kivasech that the Brisa that was taught Bar in Bar Hinak's Beismedish is kivasech goes with you, Rav Huna. So the Gemara says, "Vela Rav Huna Masnisa Kamashmo." Rav Huna was teaching us something that's explicit in a Brisa. So the Gemara says, "Rav Huna Masnisa Leishmile." He never heard of this Brisa, and therefore. He thought that no one else said it, and that's why he said it. But the halach is that although you need to have to eat, drink in the same place, but it's not called, it's not defined as a shinoi makam unless you switch from house to house. But if you're in the same house, that is not called a shinoi makam. There's a discussion in the Paiskim. What if you have different owners in the same, you know, building? Let's say you have a hotel or apartment building, apartment complex. So there's a tremendous machlekes in the Paiskim. The Betzalah Chachma has a truva on this, and a person should try to avoid that situation. Uh, so if you're walking around from, let's say you have a few, you know, a few families live on the same floor in an apartment building, it's better to make your bracha achreina and stop eating before you go to the next apartment, even though technically it's under one roof, but from a uh, legal standpoint and partially from a halacha standpoint, it is considered me bias le bias. So it's better to avoid that situation. Okay, but let's say you own the house. It's your house. So you're allowed to make a bracha on your soda and, and walk around the house. There's no problem. Okay. This, Are co-ops better? You're saying because the ownership part? Co- yeah. Saying, I think it's worse. It's worse because each one owns their own thing as opposed to an, an apartment. They're just renting. But No, I thought a co-op, you just, I thought a co-op you own just shared, like, I thought, I thought the ownership, I don't know. Are you saying know. the hallways? The hallways are different? No, I thought with a co-op, like, you own, let's say, 5% of it, but it just manifests by you taking this apartment. Oh, I hear. But interesting. Interesting, I interesting. I could hear wrong. No, I, yeah, it could be. Interesting. Okay. Whatever. But I would say it still it still falls into that, you know, do we really care about the roof? Is that really what's defining the makam or ownership where people live? But it's an excellent question. Okay. He said the following in the name of himself. That which we said, that when a person switches, you switch your place, you have to make a new bracha. That's only things that do not need a bracha achreina bim kaiman in their place. Now, what does this mean? So this is going to be counterintuitive. So with that in mind, let's split up two extremes. You have, for example, you have water or coffee. Halacha is you make a shahakal on it, and a bracha achreina is a bar nefashas. Now, that bracha does not need to be bimkaiman, meaning that bar nefashas, you can make it on the road. You finish your coffee at home, you're in the car, 
you can make a barna on your on your on your water in the morning. That's the halacha. What about benching? What about uh, bread? So we learned the Gemara is in Psachim. A person has to go back to remember that the story he found the the kanfeyana, the golden dove. So you have to you have to go back to bench. So that's called tuunin bracha lachrein bimkaiman. There are things in between which we're not. We'll, we'll maybe we'll discuss in a few minutes. What about an alamichia or alagefen? But the two extremes are bread versus, you know, mayim and paris, water and fruits that are just barinafashas. So that things that, that you need to return to the original place to make your bracha achreina. So there, we say that there is no problem of shinoi makayim. Why is that? So let's just take a step back. Let's say you're drinking a water, let's say you're, you're sitting down for a three-hour learning seder, okay? And you, Shavuos night, you sit down, you're ready to go, you fill up your cup of coffee, and you start. And over the course of Shavuos, over the course of the night, you keep sipping that coffee. Do you have to make a new bracha every time? Halacha is no. Once you made a bracha, until you have the Hesachadah, until you stopped, as long as you, you, know, you keep drinking, you don't have to drink every second, but as long as you're still you know, drinking, no Hesachadah, Halacha is you do not need to make a new bracha. That's, that's fine. Okay. Certain things are going to be defined as hesachadas. You took your mind off of it. You did something. We'll see what that means. It's, it's hard to get a hesachadas from eating, right? By blowing shaifer, you start talking, you have to make a new bracha. Maybe you have to make a new bracha. Eating, I'm always thinking about the food, right? So it's hard to get a hesachadas. One of the examples, according to the Ramah, is how he learns the Gemara, and we'll explain it in the eyes of the Ramah, is that when I do a shinoi makam, I change where I was eating, so when I change places, that's called hesachadas. I sat down for breakfast, and now I, I moved, I walked away. So isn't that considered hesachadas? So the Gemara says it depends. If it's something you have to always go back to, to make a birchas hamazayin, so how can we call it hesachadas? You didn't stop yet. How do I know you didn't stop yet? Because you have to come back. You can't say that I'm done. I'm done with this, with this uh, pizza store. I'm not coming back again. Halakas, you have to come back. So because you have to come back, in your mind, you never rid yourself from this meal. You're still connected to that meal. So it's not called a hesachadas. But let's say it's a baranafashas type of food. It's a, it's, a, it's a cup of soda. So then when I leave my kitchen, I'm not going back to the kitchen. I can make the baranafashas wherever I want. So the Gemara, even though it's counterintuitive, that's the way you explain the Gemara. So when I have bread, that's... That's tunin brachala chreyan b'paiman. I'm always coming back, and therefore it's not called shinimakam. So let's read it inside. So leya marin ela b'dvarim shein tunin brachala chreyan b'paiman. Things that you don't have to go back and make the bracha chreyan. Avodvarim had to unin brachala chreyan b'paiman. But let's see, your 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 birchas hamaz and your your bread ain't sarach levarach. You do not have to make a a new bracha when you leave. He's always thinking about that first place where I was, and when I now eat the second place, it's a continuation of that because really I have to go back. Now I continued eating, so okay, I, I don't have to go back, but it was always this continuation of Lekiva Kama. That's the Psak of Rav Chista. For Rav Shesha Salma, Rav Shesha says, Either one, whether it's Shahako, whether it's Hamaitzi, whatever it is, you have to make a new Bracha. 
So let's, let's finish the Gemara, and then we will speak out some of the halachas. So Rav Chista holds, it depends what type of food it is. And Rav Shesha says, no, it does not depend on what type of food it is. Halachas, shinur makayim, when you switch places, you have to make a new bracha. So the Gemara says, Meisfei, they ask the following question. Bnei Chabura, shahayu misubin lishtois. Yeah, Bnei Chabura, that they were sitting down to drink. Now, some learn it doesn't mean drink. It means they were eating a meal. They, were, they washed, they had bread. Vakuragleim, let's say it's the Christchas and the Christchala. And they... They had to get up from their place. Why did they leave? They left the meal to greet a chasen or a kala. It sounds like they weren't together. So many Rishonim bring a rai. There's a mitzvah of, of simchas chasen or simchas kala even before they're actually married. That, that The moments before. Some want to say that's why you stand up for a chasen or a kala on the way down to the chuppah. Because the chibub ha-mitzvah of likras kala. Others don't like it, but... There's definitely a makar for that. So kishen yaitzin, when they leave their meal, they left their suda. Say ain't tunin bracha lemafreya. They don't need to make a bracha achrayna before they leave. They can run out of the house. Kishen chayzim when they come back, even though they had a shinu makam, they went out to the street. So isn't that a hashtagadas? Halachas ain't tunin bracha lechatchila. They do not have to repeat a hamaitzi. They're good to go. Now the and the problem is. The brightness continues. Bamed varamur. When do we say this halacha that they don't have to, you know, run out to make a bracha chorin to make a new bracha rishayna? That's only shehinichu sham zakin achayla. They left someone, an elderly person, a chayla there who wasn't going to run out to greet the chas and kala. So someone was still there. So that's a connection to the old meal. Everybody booked. And when they leave, as they're leaving, they can't leave yet. Tune in bracha lemafreya. They have to make a bracha achrayna before they leave. And when they come back. Tune in bracha lechatchila to make a new bracha. So what do you see from here? Midikatani akruaglein. From the fact that we use the terminology of akruaglein, they were oiker. They they left. It sounds like mechlal. It must have been an example of dividvarim hatuunin bracha lachrayin b'mkayim anaskin. We're talking about bread. Something they have to go back for. The time. The only reason why they do not need to repeat. A new bra- repeat the bracha, or that they were that they, that they didn't have to bench on their way out was one reason because they left someone there, and that's their connection to their original meal. Only in that case, who they wouldn't have left anyone there. They all would have left. It seems like when they would leave. They need to make a bracha on their way out. So who's this a kashan? It's a kashan of Chista. Rav Chista said, when it comes to Birchas Hamazain or, or anything that needs a, a bracha bim kaiman, then there's no problem of Shina Makran. Because Lekiva Kama, you're always going back to your original eating. Here you see, that's only when you left a zakin or a chayla there. That's the kasha on Rav Chista. So comes along the Gemara, Amrav Nachman. It's a long terrace, but we'll go for it. Rav Nachman says, Man Tana, who's the Tana that says, Akirois, this halacha, it's Rabbi Yehuda. This is the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, the Tana of the Nebraisa. Chaverim, Shoyim, Subin, Vakaraglin, Lelech, Lebesa, Knesset. Yet Chaverim, their friend, they were sitting down to eat, and it was time to daven Mincha. They all left, and they went to daven. Or the base matters to learn kishen yaitz, and when they leave, ain't tuna bracha mafei. They don't have to make a bracha chorena. Kishen chayzerin, ain't tuna bracha lachil. They don't have to make a new bracha. That was the first opinion. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, depends. Hamed varamurim bezmach nichoshem mitzvah chaverim. Avolay nichoshem mitzvah chaverim kishen yaitz and tuna bracha mafreya. 
Now the Gemara just simply said like this. You had a kasha from this brysa. This brysa is one opinion. It's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, who says that you need to have people left there. But Rabbi Chista says, I don't have to hold like Rabbi Yehuda. I can hold it. Even if you don't leave anyone there, as long as it was bread, something that needs a birchas hamazon, you you are not considered a hesach hadas, and therefore you do not need to make a new bracha. Now, what do we see from here? Elatayma, the reason why the Chachamim on this b'risa, the Argen Rabbi Yehuda, that's only because David Zvarim, Hatun and Brachel Acharim, we're talking about bread. What if we were talking about something else, like grape juice, which in this part of the Gemara, you don't need to make a bracha achrona in the place. So you see that shinoi makam is a problem. So who's this akasha on? Rabbi Yochanan said that your yaitza bar piragafen in shul, even though you, you're drinking at home, your yaitza your bar piragafen in shul. So it's a, it's a kasha in him because of shinoi makam. The Gemara says, well, we already got rid of Rabbi Yochanan. Didn't we already ask on Rabbi Yechanan? We already had a kasha on him. So the Gemara says, Nima miha, nami tefetifta. You know what? We have two kashas on him. So, so that's, uh, that, that's the Gemara finishes off. I'm allowed, I'm allowed. So, the, so the Gemara says, hold on a second. Abulach Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan can respond like this. Hu adin, really, it could be the Chacham hold. You, you never have to repeat brachas. There's no problem of shinamakam. So why are they arguing with when it comes to bread, they should argue by everything against Rabbi Yehuda. So they're just showing you the kayach of Rabbi Yehuda. It's a, it's a classic way the Gemara gets out of it. So Really, you don't have to make a new bracha. Why did the Mishnah teach us a case of Akraglein? Sounds like it was bread. That's Ladiacha Kaychad Rabbi Yehuda. It's showing me the strength of opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Even things that need a bracha achroina in its place, like bread, there, the only reason why Rabbi Yehuda says you don't have to make a new bracha is only because you left people there. So, you need a bracha lechatchila. One more gemara. Tani kavase di rab chista. We have a brisa that goes to rab chista. Now this throws everything off. So there are different uh, gearsays on this gemara. But the chaverim shoyim isubim lishtois yayin. The chaverim were sitting down to drink wine. Vakaraglein vechazru, and they came back ain't tzrich levarich because this is considered bracha that is that is uh, that you need a bracha chorin abim kaiman. So one thing we didn't really talk about. We gave the extreme example. Of bread. Bread needs to be, they need a berchas hamazain back in its place. What about other things? So there's a machlekes nevishonim. What about wine? So this last gemara sounds like wine is considered something that needs a bracha achroina back in its place. So the problem is, if that's true, then why are we bothered with Rabbi Yechanan? Rabbi Yechanan's first halacha was talking about making kiddush and shul. That you're yayin yatsa, you're yatsa yayin. But hold on a second. If yayin is something that needs want to go back and make a, I'm sorry, you have to go make a bracha chorina back in its place, so then why is it a kasha on Rabbi Yechanan? Wine does fit the criteria. So perhaps, so again, some Rishonim argue this is only talking about bread, but perhaps one could say that they didn't drink a revius. Halacha is, let's say you wash and you only had a little bit of bread. So 
all the halachas that come when you eat bread, for example, in Tilus Adayim, Berchus Amazon, the concept of, of Shinemakim here, or they don't have to make other brachas in your salad, that's only when you ate a kazayas. But if you didn't eat a kazayas yet, that's not called, uh, you know, Tzarech Bracha, Chornelbim Kaiman. So it seems like in Shul they would not drink a Ravias of Yain, and I'll bring you a Raya. The Gemara asks, what are you doing with it? You're not yet to Kiddush. The Ga'inim say, if a person drinks three ounces of wine, a, a revius of yayin or, or of grape juice, you're yoyt Kiddush. And we actually say that's an etzah to do on Pesach. I don't understand. The Gemara sounds, sounds like you weren't yoyt Kiddush. So it seems like they would not typically drink a revius of yayin. Otherwise, A, l'chari you're yoyt Kiddush, right? Because you had three ounces of yayin. And B, you would be yoyt your bracha of Bayer Priyagafen. Okay, now how do we paskin? How do we paskin with this Shinomakim business? Just in the last, you know, few minutes, how do we paskin with, with Shinomakim? So, we'll go with the Ramah, even though there's a lot to discuss. Shulchanarach, Ramah, we'll go with the Ramah for Ashkenazim. We paskin like Rav Chista. That depends on what you, depends on what you were eating. So, if a person was eating bread, and you left your meal, so the halach is, as long as what you were eating was bread, you, you could come back, you could bench, let's say you went, ended up somewhere else, you continue eating, and you could eat bread there and bench. However, a person should not do that. You should not do a shinimakim because we are concerned for the opinion of Rav Sheishas. But even if a person had a shinimakim, as long as what you were eating was bread, and I'm going to throw in wine and a mezainas, halacha is, the shinimakim is not called a hasachadas, and you do not need to make a new bracha. What if you were eating fruit or drinking soda or some other shahako? So there... Even Rav Chista agrees that switching places is called a shinu makim, and you would have to make a new bracha. So that means, let's say a person had a coffee, they're sitting down in a restaurant with their coffee, and then they had a phone call, they have to leave. When you leave, you have to make a new bracha on your cup of coffee. That's the halacha. Because it's not something that needs bracha chorna in its place, and therefore you would have to make a new bracha. What if, let's go back to the bread case. So we this whole question was bid the is, is the lambdas is the lambdas of shini makim by kiddush makim suda the same lambdas for shini makim by bracha? Many achronim say that. However, if you look in the mishabur and the berhalacha on siman kufayim ches, he says I don't agree with anyone else. He says it, it just doesn't fit. And he, and if you look at our gemara, we have a little bit of a nuance and difference that shini makim is that I'm switching from place to place and I, I'm saying that I stopped eating here. As opposed to Kiddush and Makam Suda, you really need the Makam, you need that place to be eating. So it's we're more Machmir by Kiddush and Makam Suda than we are by Shina Makam. And I give an example. Let's say a person has in mind to switch places. They know they're going to uh, the Kaplan's for dessert, okay? But they weren't invited for the meal. They're only invited for dessert. So, but they want to bench, they want to bench together. Let's say it's a Sheva Brachas, they want to bench together. So there, two things. If you had in mind when you made the Hamaitzi, the Mishnah says no problem at all. When you made the Hamaitzi, you had in mind to continue eating at someone else's house, you're going to go there for dessert, that's good. That's one halacha, which doesn't work by, by Kiddush. By Kiddush, you have, if you have in mind from bias to bias, it doesn't work. You have to, it has to be under the same roof. Uh, just one more thing. Let's say you didn't have in mind. Someone invites you mid-meal. They didn't invite you in advance. Mid-suda, you get an invitation, oh, come next door, we're having a party. So there, the Mishavur says it's better to finish eating bench first and then go. He said, the Ramah says if it's a mitzvah ha'yavaris, for example, they need you for the 10th person by Yeshiva Brachas or Simchas Chas Kala. So the Ramah says you could be mako, you could leave even in the middle of the meal because it's something that's tunin bracha 
and therefore it is considered an extension of your original meal, and it's not called a hesachadas. So that's really the, the halacha regarding uh, Yoshina Malkam. Just two more things, two more interesting halachas. What if someone's on the derech, he's on the road? Let's say he works like me, you're driving all over the place. So when you eat, if every two seconds you have to make a new bracha, it's just in the derech scythe. So the Gemara tells us there's something called a hoilech derech. A hoilech derech, that's his place. His place is a hoilech derech. And therefore, once, even once he starts drinking his soda, you know, on mile marker 210, even if he gets, you know, 50 miles, he's still considered a hoilech derech. And that's his makam. That's not called a shinu makam. Rav Moshe has it has an additional piece and he says let's say you're about to leave you're waiting for your car to warm up you're you're waiting to be two minutes late to show whatever you're not, you're not yet ready to leave but you're you're basically leaving and as you're walking out of the house you start drinking your coffee so as long as in your mind mindset you're already a halach darach that is also considered one place so you wouldn't have to repeat brachas if you made your coffee and you're on the way to shul okay you put it on your coat you're taking a sip so that is called a a halach darach one more chiddush found in the Piskei Tshuvas, fascinating Chiddush. Let's say you eat a Danish and a coffee. So you're sitting at home, Danish and coffee. We know, we just said from the Ramah, that when, I, when, when I'm eating a Danish, that Shinu Makaim is not a Hesachadas. So if your ride comes and he's picking you up for work, so you jump out of the house with your Danish and coffee. So the coffee, you don't need to make a new bracha because it's a Davratan bracha limkaim, a bimkaim, and you have to go back to make ala mechio in that, but you continue eating it, so you're good. But the coffee is a shahakal, and therefore, l'chaira, I'd have to make a bar nefashis on the coffee, if I drink enough, let's say it was water or something, and I'd have to make a new bracha on the coffee in the car. So the piski tshuva says, tremendous chedesh, that it's all combined. Since you're, the, the Danish is, is, is never considered a hasachadas, because you have to go, you technically you have to go back to make a bracha chayna. So the kiva kama, you're always, you're always thinking about the original place where I ate it. So the coffee is bottled to the Danish. So anytime you have two things that go together, he has a tremendous chiddush, that you would not have to make a bracha chayna on one of them, because it's, it's all based on the concept of hasachadas. Since I'm eating these two together, and there's no hasachadas on the Danish, how could it be hasachadas on the coffee? And therefore, you would not need to make a new bracha. Okay, there's a lot more. Mr. Shem will get to some of it tomorrow, as we uh, we did already half of Daf Kuf Beis. Shkoyach.